Nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at garagelogic.com. As a golf passport card holder, you're entitled to nine 18 whole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to garagelogic.com and type keyword passport. A $300 golf value for just 90 bucks. Now you got it. GarageLogic.com. Keyword passport. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores seeking through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Suchere. Let's play the uh, the Paul Harvey audio. From 1965, I, I, I apparently there might have he might have upgraded it or updated it in 1996, but I'm reasonably confident this is the 1965 one because I don't think the audio is that great. Would you agree? It's, I would agree. It, it sounds uh, it sound there's that little hiss that you no longer get. By 1996, we had we had that solved in the world of uh, audio production, didn't we? Uh, yes, we did. Well, here it is then. For, we'll call it 1965. If I were the devil, if I were the prince of darkness, I'd want to engulf the whole world in darkness, and I'd have a third of its real estate and four-fifths of its population, but I wouldn't be happy until I had seized the ripest apple on the tree, the. So I'd set about, however necessary, to take over the United States. I'd subvert the churches first. I'd begin with a campaign of whispers. With the wisdom of a serpent, I would whisper to you as I whispered to Eve. Do as you please. To the young, I would whisper that the Bible is a myth. I would convince them that man created God instead of the other way around. I would confide that what's bad is good and what's good is square. And the old, I would teach to pray after me, our Father, which art in Washington, and then I'd get organized. I'd educate authors in how to make lurid literature exciting so that anything else would appear dull and uninteresting. I'd threaten TV with dirtier movies and vice versa. I'd peddle narcotics to whom I could. I'd sell alcohol to ladies and gentlemen of distinction. I'd tranquilize the rest with pills. If I were the devil, I'd soon have families at war with themselves, churches at war with themselves, and nations at war with themselves until each in its turn was consumed. And with promises of higher ratings, I'd have mesmerizing media fanning the flames. If I were the devil, I would encourage schools to refine young intellects, but neglect to discipline emotions, just let those run wild. Until before you knew it, you'd have to have drug-sniffing dogs and metal detectors at every schoolhouse door. Within a decade, I'd have prisons overflowing, I'd have judges promoting pornography, Soon I could evict God from the courthouse, then from the schoolhouse, and then from the houses of Congress. And in his own churches I would substitute psychology for religion and deify science. I would lure priests and pastors into misusing boys and girls and church money. If I were the devil, I'd make the symbol of Easter an egg and the symbol of Christmas a bottle. If I were the devil, I'd take from those who have and give to those who wanted until I had killed the incentive of the ambitious. And what'll you bet? I couldn't get whole states to promote gambling as the way to get rich. I would caution against extremes in hard work, in patriotism, in moral conduct. I would convince the young that marriage is old-fashioned, that swinging is more fun, 
that what you see on TV is the way to be. And thus I could undress you in public, and I could lure you into bed with diseases for which there is no cure. In other words, if I were the devil, I'd just keep right on doing what he's doing. Paul Harvey. Good day. It didn't seem like three minutes. Well, Paul always, uh, he was always very short. Well, he was, he was right on the money on a couple things. Metal detectors at the schoolhouse yeah, door. Yep. Are you kidding me? 53 years ago? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Are we supposed to, uh, well, go ahead. No, you go ahead. You're supposed to play as adjacent uh, commercial as well with that. Yeah. Hello, Americans. This is Paul Harvey. Stand by for news on Cullendon Lane, Jacksonville, Florida. Chuck Buick finally gave up. Chuck enjoys marijuana. So he decided to accept Paul Harvey's suggestion. He gave up. He went to the phone. He called me. He ordered a bong. Bong. That's a pipe used to smoke marijuana. I want you to hear this carefully because you're thinking about a Valentine's Day present for somebody you love very much. Quote, my marijuana bong arrived Saturday, and after I opened the box, I was in shock. My eyes were locked open wide. My whole house was now a concert hall. I went to the washroom, and even from there, it sounded like a real live lady singing right outside the door. <laughs> Quote, with heat eating your ears, you're gouging out and tearing loose and pulling apart, gulping air and tasting black. Your windpipe is closing, and you've lost track of which way is out. There's a searing ember down your neck. Search, rescue, ventilate. Somebody's singed a kitten. <laughs> well, I'm listening to all of my old CDs again because I have never really heard them before. Now, for that Valentine's Day gift. It's not too early for you to choose a bong. If you're anything but happy with it, I'll buy it back. To locate your nearest dealer, telephone 1-800-BONG. <laughs> who's, uh, who's laughing in the I background? I don't know who's laughing in the background. I just found the Paul Harvey. When I searched Paul Harvey, it said Paul Harvey bong. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't resist that. So we got his adjacent spot in there. But back to seriousness. Had I known what you were going to do, I would have said, let's not do the bong. Let's hold off. Let's hold off on that bong. But, but yes, that was very prophetic. <clears throat> you want to go to the failed academy? Yeah, I think we have to. A Louisiana high school student alarmed officials so much after allegedly seeing a square root symbol look like a gun that sheriff's deputies were called in to investigate a terrorist threat allegation. Wow. A Louisiana high school was finishing up a math problem and drew the square root symbol, authorities told KATC-TV. Problem was, another student allegedly said the square root symbol looked like a gun, and several other students made similar comments, Allen Parrish Sheriff's deputies told the station. And with that, deputies launched an investigation of a terrorist threat allegation at Oberlin High School on Tuesday afternoon. Uh, this will be last week. KATC-TV reported, citing the department's Facebook page. Investigators said the student's comment could sound like a threat when taken out of context, the station said, and that criminal charges won't be filed against oh, the Oh, we're students. not going to. Okay. 
writing the a Facebook comment from the Allen Parish Sheriff's Office about the incident noted that officials investigated a threat that was reported as someone planning to bring a gun to school. We did not learn what this act what actually happened until we conducted the investigation. Detectives also searched the student's home and found no evidence that the student possessed or had immediate access to any type of firearm, KATC reported. And there was no evidence the student had any intent to commit harm to students or faculty, investigators added. The student used extremely poor judgment in making the comment, but in light of the actual circumstances, there was clearly no evidence to support criminal charges, the Sheriff's Office Facebook page. The matter was turned over to the Allen Parish School Board for determination of disciplinary action. Wow. Mm, Okay. How long before uh, saying that gets you thrown in jail? The kid said nothing. Uh, I guess the square root symbol looks like a gun. Somebody said it looks like a gun. And uh, the adults freak, and they call the cops. Wow, I'm writing it now and and wondering how in the hell somebody could... Anything that points left? Well, it looks vaguely... It it doesn't eat well. It it would not have occurred to me to say that it looks like a gun, but that's not. That's it looks like a stick figure gun. If you're going to go that right far, yeah, yeah, it it doesn't. Uh, that's you well, know. Yeah, haven't we had pop tart guns before in school? Uh, yeah. chicken fingers, chicken fingers, chicken fingers. Pop-tart. I thought yeah. we had a pop tart. Yeah. yeah, we had a pop tart, didn't we? Yeah, <laughs> we had a pop tart uh, weapon. Mm. It, uh. We're, It's a joke. Terroristic threat. No, it's some kid that said, "That yeah, looks like a gun. But see, you're not going to be allowed to think that anymore. <clears throat> Which is going to, that's what the, pro, that, right, that's the way we're going. We're, I mean, if there was some math symbol, and I'm not your math guy, right? but if there was some math symbol that looks specifically like a gun, Whoa. what? I just thought of a symbol that could be taken away. Hockey stick? No, a, a math symbol. Yeah. The uh, addition sign. Because Plus. it's too Christ-like. Oh, you're, you know it's what? It's a cross. You're right. Oh, come on. I really hate to think that way. Why did you just force me to think that I way? I did was... not force you to think that way. <clears throat> uh, you have your own mind. Oh, okay. You you came up with that on your Why own. Why did I force myself to think that but way? That's, well, but that's because, because it's all power washing. This is power washing. The the uh, square root symbol is now in that school is thought of as a gun-shaped symbol. It's power washed. Now, every kid who looks at that will think it looks like a gun. No, it doesn't. It's a, it's a square root symbol. Right. Mm. <clears throat> you know, it's 42 uh, degrees now. Isn't that nice? Not nice enough. The chief, uh, am I on? Are we on now? <clears throat> the chief offsite correspondent has wondered if I was ever going to comment on uh, NYU, New York University. Hmm. 
serving uh, watermelon and Kool-Aid on the menu for Black History Month. Mm. I I don't know what to make of it. Oh. As a as a special dish, or there is watermelon available in the cafeteria. Which when we- Kayla Eubanks saw a sign for a Black History Month special menu in a New York University Ooh. dining hall, she was interested to see what they were serving. She figured it would be some type of Southern cuisine. She was stunned to see the full menu. Ribs, collard greens, cornbread, smashed yams, mac and cheese, and two beverages, red Kool-Aid and watermelon-flavored water. I, I, okay, I, I'm going to excuse a what? Well, I, Eubank said she, and you're my food guy, so you have to help me here. Okay, because I, I have a serious question about that when you're when you're done. I have a real question. Well, my my knee jerk, instantaneous serious question is, <clears throat> how could you be this stupid? Okay, here's but here's my next question then. Uh, read the menu again. Uh, collard greens. Um, Cornbread, ribs, smashed yams, mac and cheese. Okay, well, I was trying to, I was trying to find maybe ribs, traditional southern ribs, dishes. But... Ribs, collard greens, cornbread, smashed yams are stereotypes. Okay, but are they trying to? Yes, they Let's are. Let's finish the story. Okay. Eubanks said she asked one of the cafeteria managers about it and said, yeah, it's Black History Month. Students said she was having a hard time believing this was being served at a university like NYU She then told others. A fellow student, Nia Harris, came to investigate for herself. I talked to the head cook who told me black people put this menu together and assured me that it was not racially insensitive, Harris said. Frustrated by that response, she sent an email to the head of the dining hall, copied several deans from the university, and posted it on Facebook. Within 24 hours, NYU President Andrew Hamilton responded with a statement calling the menu inexcusably insensitive, saying that the school's food vendor, Aramark, did not discuss the menu choices with them beforehand. All right. Okay, but that partially covers my question. Was it to be a showcase of of maybe, not to, to stereotype, but maybe some dishes that were to... Uh, stress out uh, African-American dishes? After an investigation, Aramark determined that two employees acted independently in creating the menu. Karen Cutler, a spokeswoman for the food service company, told CNN, they have been fired. We have zero tolerance for any employee who does not adhere to our values or contradicts our longstanding commitment to diversity and inclusion, employees at NYU who acted independently and did not follow our approval plan for the celebration of Black History Month have been terminated and are no longer with the company, said Aramark in a statement. We are extremely disappointed by this regrettable situation and apologize to the entire NYU community and communities everywhere. Everywhere. For their insensitive and offensive actions, we are retraining all our NYU campus employees to ensure an incident like this is not repeated uh, the episode dismayed the university's black student union, which issued a statement saying the menu was problematic due to the inherent stereotypes associated with black people and Southern soul food cuisine. Uh, but the student group was especially offended by the beverage choices. These drink options perpetuate harmful stereotypes that have existed about the black community for decades. Uh, I'm unaware of uh, the red Kool-Aid. I didn't know that was a trigger. I know. I've, I've never heard of that before. I would have shied away from watermelon water. That's that's about as dumb as it gets because that just doesn't fit. Uh, 
just sounds like you were dealing with some idiots who work for the food company. Well, especially if it's just two guys. If it was a, a panel that said we're trying to showcase some of the traditional dishes, well, I, that's I, one. I don't know. Uh, that that might be a different say. But if it's just two guys saying, let's give them ribs and watermelon water. What's the name of the dinner? Uh This is at NYU? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I have the name of the dining hall. I just think that it's... Okay, a, but the, the person that... Person I just think the, it's idiocy, that's all. It is, but here's... Uh, uh, looking at this a different way, what did that uh, student that well, wanted to go in there, what was she looking to find? Was she looking to find probably, uh, burgers and fries? Well, what, probably for Black History Month, why even worry about having a special menu? At this point in in society, yeah, I wouldn't. You, you you couldn't you couldn't put anything because somebody might say, right. you have grapes here. Uh, that offends me because uh, whatever." Yeah, uh, if it's a te- if it's Hungarian goulash and it's it's from Hungary, is that? I guess that's what I'm struggling with. What did she expect to find? Foods that have been celebrated over the years, well, here, or did she want to find here, here. pizza? If if it if it had been previewed uh, with a campus-wide bulletin saying we're going to prepare a ridiculously stereotypical meal uh, the kind of which might have been prevalent 60 years ago at a Walgreens in Mobile, Alabama uh, stop by the dining hall this Saturday night something like okay. that okay mm-hmm. then you could claim a you know a, a educate teachable moment right but just to say that this menu is celebrating Black History Month seems absurd to me you don't need a menu to celebrate Black History Month. Just it's have just a regular month, right? have regular food, but we have a bigger problem to solve. What do we have? Well, you're going to hear about it when after John Heights ah. news. Uh, remember the two Germans who got tangled up with the mannequin <laughs> and the remote control car? Yeah, that was a fun story last and, uh, week. Well, I got one that's better, and uh, uh, I'm still tr- I'm still trying to figure out the role of the car. Gotcha. We'll be back in just a moment. John Heights. Thank you, Joe. It's sunny and 42 degrees. This update brought to you by MetaFast. NFL Network's Ian Rappaport reporting the Vikings are not expected to franchise tag quarterback Case Keenum. That means he'll hit the free agent market March 14th unless the Vikings sign him to a long-term contract extension. Vikings have until March 6th to make a decision on the franchise tag. They, of course, went 12-3 and in games that Keenum played last year. He took over after that injury to starter Sam Bradford. Threw for almost 3,500 yards, completed 67% of his passes. Ended the year with a 98.3 quarterback rating. Ian Rappaport reporting. It's not easy to say. Good job, John. (laughs) Twins playing the Cardinals in exhibition baseball this afternoon. It's 4-3 Cardinals in the sixth. Uh, For the Twins offensively, Brian Dozier has an RBI double. Eric Ibar is 2-for-3 with an RBI. And Phil Hughes started the game for the Twins. Pitched well. He went two innings, gave up one hit, and no runs. If you missed it over the weekend, uh, the Twins adding to their lineup, signing Logan Morrison. I like to call him Lomo. Ooh, blocked, unfollowed. <laughs> why? Why is he upset at that? Uh, he hates. It's too cute. It is. Yeah. Just say his name. I actually agree with Pat. Well, I, I do too. I was just wondering what was motivating him. I, I mean, it's the similar to LoJ. Yeah. No, it's Lori and Julia. That's yeah. that's the name of their show. We don't have to shorten it to. Oh, no, actually, it's Lori and or Julia. Oh, that's right. It's yeah. the Lori or Julia show. <laughs> 
Uh, Morrison last year was with Tampa Bay, hit 246, but he had a career-high 38 home runs, 85 RBIs uh, for Tampa Bay. He has some experience in the outfield, but probably will be the Twins' designated hitter. This will be his fourth major league team after spending time in Florida, uh, Seattle, and Tampa Bay. Uh, very uh, team-friendly contract, $5.5 million for next year, a $1 million buyout if the Twins don't execute their option for 2018. You'd take 38 home runs from Lomo. Oh, oh, heck yes. Hell yeah. yeah. Are you kidding me? No, this is, this is a good signing for the club. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was expected to get a multi-year deal in the offseason. What's Tampa doing? Cleaning house again? Pretty much. Yeah. Um, they're they're trying to dump some. Although they ha- they've made a couple of moves this weekend, but it, they're just one of those franchises that always has to sell off pieces because they don't have any money. Mm-hmm. I have a question for you, and it's not meant as a funny question. Does this guy hit right or left-handed? Left-handed. Left-handed. And so it's uh, going to be e- easier to, for him to hit home runs? Well, Target Field is, isn't exactly viewed as a hitter's park. Okay. And uh, the Ray Stadium is, but he still put up really good production. So, so you might hit a couple off the wall. We'll take sure, a couple of doubles. Sure. Okay. He's, he's a good addition to the middle of your order. Okay. News notes from today, an online fundraising campaign has tallied more than $25,000 in pledges for the family of the student whose Facebook and Twitter posts prompted a school lockdown in Minnesota. The boy arrested last week after police investigated social media postings that threatened a school shooting at Orono High School. The threat prompted lockdown of more than 900 students just a week after 17 people shot and killed at that school in Florida. A GoFundMe page now has been set up by the parent of another pupil. It says the student, who's described as having autism, didn't mean the threat, had no means to carry it out, and is despondent over the incident. The money will help fund his and his family's legal and medical needs, and the parents lost wages. Hearing aid maker Starkey Hearing Technologies is joining other companies that have cut ties with the National Rifle Association. The Eden Prairie Company announced the decision over the weekend, saying it would not renew its discount program offered to NRA members. U.S. corporations that had partnered with the NRA for years began to distance themselves from the organization after that shooting in Florida. Nearly 20 companies, including MetLife, Hertz, Avis, Enterprise, Best Western, Wyndham, United Airlines, and Delta, have ended NRA partnerships since the shooting. The NRA has pushed back aggressively, calling the departure of its corporate partners a shameful display of political and civil cowardice. Meanwhile, President Trump told a gathering of state governors this morning that we have to have action in the wake of those sh- of that shooting, and he urged governors not to be, in his words, afraid of challenging the National Rifle Association. He also pledged to find a way to eliminate the use of bump fire stocks and called for improving mental health programs. The president took turns praising and expressing a willingness to fight the powerful gun lobby, said he had pressed the NRA's leaders during lunch over the weekend to back reforms to U.S. gun laws. Trump said he met over the weekend with NRA CEO Wayne LaPierre and Chris Cox, the head of the NRA's lobbying arm, the two figures who have most prominently pushed the organization's opposition to tightening U.S. gun laws over the years. A would-be United Airlines passenger was placed under arrest at Newark Liberty International Airport after abandoning his yet-to-depart plane via the inflatable emergency slide. Ooh. 25-year-old Troy Fatten had reportedly boarded United Airlines Flight 1640 from Newark to Tampa last night, but soon headed straight for the rear of the aircraft while the other passengers were finding their seats. Fatten then opened the emergency exit and deployed the inflatable chute before sliding down to the tarmac where he was apprehended by police. Law enforcement sources say a panicked Fatten insisted he didn't belong on the plane, although the Port Authority has confirmed he had indeed been carrying a ticket for that flight to Tampa. 
The Port Authority further stated that charges are currently pending against him. He is identified as a U.S. national from Micronesia. Following the incident, passengers were instructed to deplane while United arranged for another flight to Tampa, which departed several hours later. No one was injured. This marks the second time a person has deliberately deployed and exited a United aircraft via the emergency chute. Back in April 2016, I believe we had the story of flight attendant, you might remember, deploying the slide after touching down in Houston. Was that the take two beers and jump guy? No, this was a a flight attendant who had been working the flight. Uh, She ended up being fired for her uh, using the... You know, with a a country named Micronesia, does it... (laughs) It sounds like you're... uh, Afflicted with a small disease or something like we, we got. I got. I got Micronesia. No, it's a very small place, though. Yeah. Micro. Yeah. Is where, it better than Macronesia? Yeah. It's like uh, where is uh, what I did you Micronesia, but it's only micro. <laughs> right. Remember when you had um, great dengue fever? No, I just had dengue. I didn't have the great. Oh, dengue. you didn't have a great dengue. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> After uh, previous studies claimed that children who overuse mobile devices struggle learning to speak, a group of doctors... Oh, there's a stunner. Well, this it gets worse. Oh, no. A group of doctors is now saying young children in the digital generation can't even hold a pen and pencil anymore. What? Pediatric occupational therapist Sally Payne said children are not coming into school with the hand strength and dexterity they had 10 years ago. Children coming into school are being given a pencil but are increasingly not being able to hold it because they don't have fundamental movement skills. British pediatricians are blaming the erosion of basic motor skills on the changing culture among parents who rely heavily on technology. Payne said it's easier to give a child an iPad than encouraging them to do muscle-building play, such as building blocks. He said children need lots of opportunity to develop those skills. One mother admitted to reporters she had only given her son high-tech gadgets to play with, leaving him unprepared for grade school. A woman told The Guardian when he got to school, they contacted me with their concerns. He was gripping his pencil like a caveman held sticks. He couldn't hold it any other way and so couldn't learn to write because he couldn't move the pencil with any accuracy. Wasn't this part of Paul's declaration, Joe? I think he had that in there. He did. He had something about the technology and stuff. Karen... And stuff. Karen Bishop, assistant director at the Royal College of Occupational Therapists, added that tech is having a growing impact on children because less physically active children are living more sedentary lifestyles and, of course, are not then in very good shape as they proceed to school. Heather Locklear has been arrested for felony domestic violence and battery on a cop last night. Ooh, crazy hot matrix. Puts her in the no-go zone. That's no-go zone. According to police, the 56-year-old actress was arrested after a domestic violence call was reported at a residence. Police say Locklear became combative during the arrest and battered three different deputies. A spokesperson for the Ventura County Sheriff's Office said, Yesterday at about 10 p.m., our deputies responded to a domestic disturbance at a residence. When they arrived, Ms. Locklear was uncooperative with the deputies and actually battered three of our deputies. We initiated an investigation, which revealed she had actually battered a boyfriend at the residence prior to our arrival. The guy from Bon Jovi? I don't think they're together. Sam anymore, Bora? Right? No, they're not together. Yeah, he's with uh, someone else, I believe. She, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a rough uh, mugshot. That is the new mugshot, right? Yeah, I think. Heather's... Uh... The spokesperson said that Locklear had claimed that she was injured prior to uh, the arrival yeah, of the police. like all of us would have the option of dating Heather Locklear. Right. <laughs> well, well, now we, now you that... wouldn't want to. No, that's true. Right. She's in the no-go zone. 
Is that T.J. Hooker, Heather yeah, Locker? She yeah, she wasn't bad dressed as a cop. She wasn't hard on the eyes. Mm-hmm. Take me to jail. She did post $20,000 bail and was released. TMZ reports it was Locklear's brother who called 911 after allegedly seeing the actress and her boyfriend fighting. Locklear's next court appearance set for March 13th in Ventura, California. Uh, Dave Dahl coming up. I'm sorry, Sam Ryan. Sam Ryan's Garage Logic forecast brought to you by Venture Bank. Hi there. Thank you, guys. We are dealing with some mild temperatures out there for today, and it's going to stay mild this week. I guess we could kind of think of it like February is going out like a lamb, but uh, I do have to warn you, March could come in like a lion. I'll explain why in just a second here. Overnight tonight, we'll see partly cloudy skies. A few more clouds starting to move in down to 20. And then tomorrow we'll see partly cloudy skies again, but still mild. Temperatures rising once again up to near 40 in the afternoon. Wednesday, a mix of sun and clouds. uh, High near 40 again in the afternoon. But Wednesday night, there's a system passing to our south. It could kick up a few light snow showers in here Wednesday night into early Thursday morning. Doesn't look like a big deal there. Just a dusting expected. Uh, Most of the snow uh, should stay well to our southeast. But then on Thursday, once that clears, we'll warm up again to around 38 degrees. And then Friday, partly cloudy, again, high near 38. Saturday still looks beautiful, partly sunny, high near 40. And here comes the Lion of March. We're watching the potential for a larger storm system Sunday night and into Monday. Right now, it looks like initially as it moves in, it'll start off as sort of a mixed precipitation with a chance of rain showers perhaps changing over to snow by Sunday night. And there's potential there for several inches. So it's one we'll have to keep a close eye on. Right now, that storm system is over the Bering Sea. And Joe, I have your records. February 26. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> 64. 64. 1896. I, I'm not your go-to guy nope. in the world of kinkiness. You know, I just... Uh, yeah, I'm not... I think kinky, I'm not thinking... Oh, really? Suchi yeah. boy, what's up, bro? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd rather sit in a boat or, you know, I, I just Just don't, read a magazine or, or read, read a book, right. But last week, we had the two Germans who had to be rescued by the cops because they got tangled up with a mannequin and, and a toy remote control car. And I wanted to know the... What was the role of the car? Right. Never got an answer. Mm-hmm. Today we have this. A man has been freed on bail after allegedly being found drunk, naked, and surrounded by cheeseburgers inside the Masonic Memorial Center on Ann Street in Brisbane, Australia. Huh. His lawyer told 7 News that his client had drunk a bottle of Johnny Walker mm. and had planned to deliver cheeseburgers to the homeless. Instead, he broke into the Without center. any clothes on. <laughs> Instead, he broke into the center where he was later found lying among the pipes of one of Queensland's biggest pipe organs. Things just got a little bit loose, was the description of the event. When asked by a reporter why he got naked, he said, I can't explain that right now. Uh, No, 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 no. You 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 give give me your best uh, down-under accent. I can't explain it. Well, that's more British. Yeah. 
I was having a laugh. I was having a laugh. Oh, I can't explain now. I can't explain it. Among his possessions when he was found Here we go. Right. was clothes and a remote control police car and a toy gun. What is the role of the car? What is going on out there? What is the role of these remote toy cars? Car. Was the remote controlled car carrying the cheeseburgers that were going to be delivered? I don't know. He like said, a robot. He said, I was out of it, he said. The man has apologized yeah. for his actions. I apologize to all the righteous Freemasons everywhere. I'm very sorry. I sincerely apologize. The care of the 1930s organ, which is insured for a million bucks, says the damage cause is irreparable. So he, No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, no okay. wonder he's being so apologetic. Okay. Over in Germany, you got two Germans yep. hammered out of their minds. Yeah. Uh, impossibly entangled with a mannequin, yes, and a toy remote car. Now right. you got a guy in Australia who climbs into a pipe organ, right? And he's hammered beyond belief, and he's surrounded by cheeseburgers and a toy remote car and a toy gun. What What is the role of the car? From loyal listener Terry, yeah, dear penthouse. I never thought this would happen to me. Yeah, my luck. But I woke up surrounded by cheeseburgers. Right. <laughs> I don't care about the cheeseburgers. I think it's touching that he was trying well, to feed the homeless right. in his drunken state. But I want to know, and again, I this is, I'm not, I I can't even, in my wildest imagination, I can't come up with a role for the for the toy car, which has to have its roots in something kinky. Why? Why in both cases? Well, was there a toy remote car? What am I missing? Oh, what am I missing? The, or should I just watch the bobber and not no, worry about no, these I things? No, no, I think because it's it's really whatever happened to just maybe being a little bit overserved. Yeah, and just kind of sitting on the couch and having that glossy-eyed look where you just kind of just start mm-hmm. falling asleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. Why do you need to go out and do things? But what <sighs> what role could the car play? Okay. In, in whatever game you're up to. Can, do you really want the answer to this? Because it's been suggested via... Wait, wait, wait. Have you been through this? Do you know the role no, of the car? No, but because of the mayor's Is curiosity... Is something you can say on the radio? Uh, I yeah, can. I well, we can say anything once, right? Right. Well, not really. I mean, there are my, kids listening. My, I know, and that's why I'm asking, do you really want to know the answer to this? You because know what? I'm been... afraid I do. And I, do, I, do I speak for you, GLers? Do I speak for the GLers? They're nodding. I believe I do. What is the role of the damn toy car? The... Be it's, careful now. Edit yourself. I, I will. I will. I'll try very hard here. Um, it, it, in addition to gathering information from both callers, emailers, and then looking up online out of my own curiosity, I discovered I that. I can't get him to look up you know, Marjorie Stoneman <laughs> right, Douglas, right, but, but he gonna, went right after the yeah, car. He went right to the Urban Dictionary <laughs> well, in this one. We, we did get so much feedback that it led to my own curiosity. Right. It, there are There are certain vibrations that a remote-controlled car would supply in a, wow, in a... Like if it's pushed up against something? Sure. Um, mm. but in fact, I was, I was given a link which led to the online discovery that there are toy cars you could purchase for such encounters. Oh, boy. You've got to be kidding. I, I wish I was. You ever get the feeling... Like I have right now that there's some stuff going on out there Check that you know. You want me to order you one? Yeah. No. Check Amazon this out. can get you one tomorrow, I guess. 
You mean to tell me? Yeah, right now. You mean to tell me that it's not enough to get drunk with a mannequin or yeah. crawl into a pipe organ? Right. Yeah. You got to have the car as part of the deal because the car is going to provide you with some stimulation, extra special go. treatment. There you go. Do you wear I, the car? I, I know what you're thinking, though. How do you even get to that point when you know about you, that? When how you do know you about function that? with... If you get to that point, what good is the car? Hey, Gary, time to bring up the car. Get the car. Yeah, hey, you? you bring, bring the, the car? car yeah, it's in the trunk. You want to go get, get it now? Get the car out here. I, I brought, think I'm hey, ready I brought for the it. mannequin, okay? <laughs> you get the... You start the car. Can't oh, get the car. Car's well, out I of really hope you charged it, too, Gary. Better get some new <laughs> really hope you charged it this time. Because last time was a flop. Why is the guy's name Gary? I don't know. You like it in Gary? <laughs> what? You mean to tell me yeah. that there are car, remote cars mm. that are used for these nefarious purposes? Apparently. Apparently. Amazon's I don't got think a I'd deal. like to spend that amount of money on a on a remote control car and then not use the it. The cheeseburgers, in... I get. I you can do? even get the mannequin. I don't even get that. I can even get the mannequin. But I don't get the remote car. I don't even know if I buy your explanation. I'm what just... shocks me more than anything is there's forums out there that talk about it. I couldn't believe my luck. Me and my little <laughs> automated car I call Reggie. <laughs> Greg, go ahead quickly, please. Quickly, I wonder... Uh... Could it be they were trying to do the Australian add to my CI? <laughs> it has to combust. They need to get intimate with their cylinder. Yeah, all right. Thank you, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Artist. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, frequent emailer Terry says, what if it was a British car and it didn't start and leaked oil all over you? But oh, boom, boom. <laughs> but, oh, boom, they got boom. a good one. I'll tell you what, there's stuff going on out there that we don't know anything about. Yeah, there is. And, uh, and you know, it's some of the stuff we don't need to know. But if there's a third story that comes along with a remote toy car, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have a problem. I think so. Fifteen hundred. I think so. ESPN is KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's forty-two degrees. Patrick will be joining us from spring training.